Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? I want to remind you about a couple of things down in the podcast description before we get started. Yes, yes, this is the time to hit follow and subscribe, and we'll see you Wednesday, Thursday of each week. Uh, Meanwhile, I have been having a lot of fun creating visualization meditations from my heart for you, uh, and I decided I wanted to gift you a couple of mini meditations because sometimes there's not enough time in the day, and I want to remind you that there is. So I have one on parenting one for fertility, and soon there's going to be one for your business, work, creating path. I have had so much fun, so I hope you enjoy them as much as I enjoyed making them. I also put a thank you button down below there, and that's just to remind us to keep going, that you want to support the show, or whatever your reason is, and we put up a collage of all of you who we're thankful for on the ninth of each month up on social media, uh, and Instagram, and uh, maybe even TikTok. We'll see if we can figure that out. All right, let's jump in. When emergency situations come up around nature, in this case, a black widow spider, Sometimes you can be surprised at the direction that you go that you thought you never would. I love sharing these experiences with you. (laughs) So here we go. Coming up next. Okay. The truth about this is that uh, (laughs) I like to think of our house as being safe and cozy and keeping the creatures out. I used to live in Hawaii and Kauai and I remember thinking I'm never going to live in a house like this again. Beautiful, gorgeous view, amazing people, garden, things growing everywhere, but things crawling everywhere as well. I remember there were holes in the corners of each room where the little creatures would crawl in and I remember that I discovered <laughs> in a very unpleasant way once, that there were centipedes, giant ones, that sting with venom living between our mattresses. And how did I find this out? Because it got me in the night. So this is not the first time, as I'm thinking about it, that this has ever happened to me. But I remember then how I had to work intuitively. I grabbed my vitamin B and I made a poultice out of uh, turmeric thanks to an Ayurvedic a healer close by who mentioned that that was a good thing, uh, was just following intuition and the guidance of people around. And, you know, in the end, I was lucky that it healed really well because they often don't. And I had seen evidence of that all around and was really scared. Well, today is a little different. It was in my own home with my family, sleeping in the night again. Hmm. Now I hadn't thought about that until I started to record this, uh, that there was something, maybe there's something about the stillness of night and the receptivity of the messages that come from the creatures around. But I like to think of this, you know, fairly new home, very well sealed and clean and whatever. Well, mostly, you know, there's toys on the floor and whatever, but you know what I'm talking about. And I was surprised to discover that, of course, we know there's little spiders up in the corner sometimes, but 
There was a black widow, most likely, (laughs) making her home under our bed. The bed that we had somehow gotten extra parts to, uh, meaning when we put it together for the third time (laughs) in a new location, there were extra parts, which basically meant that there were two open areas where the spiders and narb stuff could intermingle um, because there were these gaps uh, at the end of the bed where your head is. It never occurred to me that that was an issue before, but one, I want to say if there's an idea in your mind of something that needs to be done, I know that the priorities kind of go way down. There's so many other things that need to be done in the moment, you know, the how that is in family life. Does that sound familiar? I bet you're nodding your head like, how many things feel like they're a priority right away and then things slowly move down to the bottom? Well, I will say this. I probably will not... I like having a bed that does not have an open area, but I will be much more cautious about opening our drawers and paying attention when we're taking things out of there. I will also... Uh, be sealing that hole, maybe in one way or another. Uh, And we will every so often be lifting our shockingly heavy mattress uh, so that we can take a look at who's underneath there. Uh, And we like to relocate things in the tradition of, uh, you know, what my mother passed down to me, which is you take a jar and a card and you relocate them. Now, If it's a poisonous spider, a venomous one, I'm going to want to do that maybe in nature a little further away. Sorry, lovely mother, uh, widow, but I really don't want you right here. Um, And I don't want to do that to somebody else if they have kids or whatnot, but um, I'll figure that out later. But for now, we haven't gone under the bed, but this is what happened. I was sleeping and I often keep my body pillow and other extra blankets and things or duvet on the side. And it never occurred to me that there would be creatures maybe crawling around at night. I often keep the light on a little bit in case Ella comes running or whatever, or wakes up and, you know, wants to know where things are in the room or something. And uh, in this case, I turned off the light. And what I'm guessing happened is that the uh, pillow that was on the floor, which is clean, by the way, cleanish, uh, I think the spider kind of crawled out when it was dark, feeling it's safe and, you know, was on there. I picked it up while I was sleeping. I'm now walking across the room because I wanted to tell you something. And ta-da, I brought it up to my face to cuddle it, turned over onto her, and she bit me twice. Now, I don't blame her for that, but I want to be aware of the possibilities so that this, I'm glad it didn't happen to Ella it might have been a very different story. We would have probably gone straight to the emergency room. In this case, I had pain and I thought, well, oh, you know, as I woke up, oh, I mean, I've been on my side too long. I flipped over to the other side. Thankfully, I didn't flip the spider onto anybody. (laughs) And she ran away, I guess. And what happened after that was that I woke up in pain, but I thought, oh, you know, like I said, I just slept wrong. I got ready. We were on our way out of town. I intuitively picked up our two uh, natural uh, first aid kits, which I highly recommend. Um, Maybe we'll put something in the description. I definitely, definitely recommend doing that. 
and I just intuitively grabbed it. I don't know why. We were going to a gathering, and it's some part of me just said, take these. One has a bunch of homeopathics. Um, the other one has a bunch of more smelly things, like, you know, um, essential oils and all that stuff and creams. And for some reason, I took that. I don't know why. I wish that I'd had baking soda or bentonite clay in there. Now I do. <laughs> but that uh, we'll talk at the end about some things that I highly recommend you have in our house um, regarding integrated medicine and approach and possibilities of things that could happen. Things that if you had asked me even a week ago, I would have said, no, I'm not doing that. Uh, but I now realize how important, according to what may be happening in your world, where you're located, availability of medical care or not, or just your general feeling. Okay. So here it is. Uh, when I got in the car or just before I did, my daughter noticed and she asked me to turn around and she was very startled and I got in the car and my husband looked like, I don't know, I, somebody had died. It was terrifying what the look on his face. We were already starting to drive and he was like, what happened to you? Basically, my face was starting to swell up. Uh, so I started digging around in the, in my, uh, first aid kit and I had something for puncture and uh, puncture wounds and bites and so I took that and uh, it did make the swelling go down which was pretty amazing uh, it worked the first time I later a couple hours later I took another one which was for swelling specifically and that seemed to keep it down a bit which was great and but I immediately started to feel very nauseous and then slowly throughout the day and then into the evening, it was just the whole shebang, you know, dizzy, nauseous, chills, uh, flushed and red and hot. Uh, and that was probably the poison now that I think about it, but I wasn't thinking very clearly because I was quite dazed. My brain was not functioning at full capacity. I think when the chills and the fever came, which only lasted a short time, I, I got a little scared, but I said if I wasn't vomiting, I wasn't going to the uh, emergency room because I don't like sitting in emergency rooms for six hours. And the last time that we did that in Sweden, we got COVID. And I just was like, the idea of that is even worse than um, being filled with poison right now. Wish I would have, you know, maybe not moved around so much. Probably would have been a good idea. I didn't want to eat very much. Uh, and, you know, I have to say... <laughs> Uh, you're probably not as stubborn as I am. I've always been a person who, even when I had a massive car accident, I was like, oh, I'll see the doctor tomorrow. I'm not going today because uh, I'm weird that way. I don't, I don't like hospitals that much. Um, even though I've been there with other people many times and I'm happy to support others. It's a funny thing. So yeah, that's what was happening. And so what is the lesson? Well, I, I wanted my, my daughter is kind of, you know, okay, I trust you, mommy, you're making the right decisions for you. She's having a good time with her friends. My husband's tired, so he's fallen asleep. I fell asleep. Probably not ideal, but you know, okay, we were at their gathering. The next day, though, the homeopathics weren't really working. My ear and my face were really swollen. And and I just didn't let myself be scared. I didn't feel scared. I felt intuitively my body's going through a process. I had also Googled a lot, of course, and I'd found that nobody had died in 10 years from, uh, from a spider bite from a black widow. So, okay, I can work with that. 
I did eventually do a video, a virtual doctor's appointment with um, our our plan, our me- our medical plan with our doctors there. And they were, I'm sorry, not very helpful <laughs> at all in the way that they didn't even believe. I'm like, I have four holes in the side of my face. I'm very aware of what happened here. And they're like, oh, maybe you have, you know, a skin irritation. Maybe you have shingles. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so thanks for not listening. Uh, but I said, I'm not, you know, is it, and I basically asked, is it okay? What's going to happen next if it's a spider bite? What's going to happen next if it's the other two things that you think it might be? And what would be the procedure afterwards? You know, what are we looking at if then, if then? And that's how I worked. And then I can work with my intuition and my truth and my self-knowledge of, you know, what feels right. And, you know, I asked them, like, what are we looking at? Well, if anything changes, then contact us or let's wait three days and then come, you know, come in if, if it doesn't get better. Okay, I can work with that. That's what I needed to know. I need to know I'm not making a stupid, life-changing, I'm going to hurt myself decision, right? So that's beautiful. I, I appreciate that. Let me just go from there. But that night, again, my I couldn't sleep at all because I was so swollen and I woke up and it was pretty out of control. So we went and saw this incredible um, international pharmacist who has both a natural and Western medicine background. Um, And I was very, very thankful for that. And we had a big chat. And in the end, I made a decision which I never would have guessed I made, I would make. And I'm thankful that I got to learn this with me and not with my daughter. But I, I ended up taking first generation, a first generation antihistamine which I never thought I would take in a thousand years. We had antihistamines here, which I took, which worked for the first day, but once the poison was really rolling, because it lasts, now I know, three days-ish, that wasn't enough. And so I took this. I knew, I know how drugs affect me. I have, I've taken them rarely in my life. So I know even the littlest, like even aspirin kind of really affects me. So I was prepared and I had to make some arrangements with my husband and Mats, you know, he had to be the driver to do different things that we needed to do, like take my daughter to school and pick her up. And when we went to the dentist, he had to drop everything and drive. And I'm thankful for that, you know, that I had that option, but I know not everybody has that option. Um, but having a support system is important. And I guess that's sort of the message. I appreciate the East West because I was also at the same time as taking this drug, I was taking some other things to support cell support my with the, the skin and all of this. And it's healing really well. Now it just looks like someone slapped or punched me in the face. Um, and it's this place is getting smaller. So do you want to know? Would you like to know what I did and what I think is important to keep in the house? Well, I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to pretend to be a doctor. I have done some uh, health and wellness work in my background. You know that if you know a little bit about me as well as doing the business and parenting coaching and the fertility. But we do and have always had natural medicine, supplements, etc. in our lives. I consult with my father, who is a holistic doctor and chiropractor, and I'm very thankful to him for all the guidance. So the things I'm mentioning, of course, you have to check for yourself and your own doctor and your own health. These are the things that worked for me. So this is what I have to say. I do think that having, if you believe in East and West, having 
a couple of key things in your repertoire, in your basket um, at home and on the road, actually, is really essential. So I used the, you know, a first generation, which means it's going to really knock things out. Um, Antihistamine, it's, um, you know, the Benadryl is the name that people know, but you don't have to have that with uh, most countries uh, where you are. The, I forget, it's a very long name. I'm not going to try and pronounce it with a D, the main ingredient. Things are, are regulated in most countries. And so you don't really have to worry about if you go generic or whatever's available to you. Um, liquid is best if you have a situation like I did where you need to get the swelling down because, for example, I, my hearing was not going very well. I was in a lot of pain because my ear, my ear was so, uh, it was closed. I couldn't hear out of it. And uh, so when you want to move things quickly, when there's discomfort or worry, whatnot, then that's the way to go. I did it only for a few hours. I think I had it late morning. Um, I did it every four hours until midnight. And then I started cutting the cutting it in half. I, I tend to do that with pain and any kind of drugs. I tend to go off of them sooner than maybe some people would. Part of that is because it just really, the toxing of the body is just too much for me. So I just experiment. And so that's how I do it. So I experimented with halving, you know, the dose, it was like 50 milligrams and then cutting it to 25 and then cutting it to whatever, 10 and then five. And then I just stopped. And so by, by today, I am not taking it anymore. This is some days later. Um, and I still feel very spacey. It's probably partially the drugs and, and the poison coming out of my system. I'm still a little dizzy and I have not crappy appetite, but I only want to eat healthy things. So that's good. You know, it's funny because before all of this happened, you guys, I was guys and gals and people and days, uh, I was thinking, yeah, I'd like to get a little healthier. I'd like to eat better. I mean, we eat really well, but it's like less sugar and more this and less that. And I've been instructed, you know, after my doctor's appointment with my naturopath, MD, medical intuitive, uh, to eat in a particular direction. I was like, ah, oh, I don't know about that. That doesn't sound that good. But what ended up happening is, is this spider has made a difference in my life. And um, I wouldn't have expected this. Uh, I'm, I'm thankful for the East-West medicine piece. I just shared a lot of the things that, that I did. Uh, that's the, the Western medicine piece. I'll tell you a little bit more in a second. Uh, I highly recommend taking high doses of vitamin C if you have buffered vitamin C. I use Vitality C. I love it. Um, and it doesn't affect your system in the normal way. And uh, I'm very thankful that I have that available to me, the vitamin C, vitamin B, um, from very good high-integrity sources. And uh, what else did I take? Oh, lysine for the skin, you know, rejuvenation. And I mentioned the calendula and the, what else did I say? Dun, 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 dun. Oh, Arnica, of course. I use that. If there's not an open wound, in my case, the open, they're, they're kind of sealed up now. Um, so it's okay. I had that checked by the pharmacist. He said it was okay to do that. It's as long as nothing's open. And I do that kind of all the way down, you know, I have the swelling down to my, down my neck and up to my eye, across my cheek and all around my ear. Um, 
and that's helpful. Also some lavender and chamomile. I couldn't find my aromatherapy, so I decided to just, you know, use what I could find. And uh, that's been the best. Um, the homeopathic things I'll continue, but for now I feel like, you know, there's only so many things I can take before I get a little bit overwhelmed. You have to choose the things that feel right and make sense for you. And uh, yeah, so I would definitely keep a strong antihistamine or whatever one, like to something that can really knock out if there was something major going on. If you were out camping or you're at home or you're anywhere to that you have these things available. I now carry also the baggies, as I said, of bentonite clay and you could, or you could just use baking soda, which you might be using for cooking or whatnot to be able to draw things out just like you would a bee sting. Um, making sure that you have, you know, drink tons of water when possible. I was sleeping so much that I didn't drink as much as I would have liked to, but I was doing the vitamin C and whatnot when I was awake. So it felt okay. Um, and the real most important thing is just about keeping that peace within yourself that your family's not freaking out, whether it's you or somebody else, it's really essential when you're working with health. And I know you know that. And your kids pick up on how you feel. And Mats was freaking out. But once he started to calm, then Ella could calm too. But she kept coming back to me and knowing that if mommy's okay, then it must be okay, right? (laughs) So I want to just mention one thing to you because I talked about the spider. And I love the Native American belief system, you know, and, and what medicine or what messages different things bring. And, uh... Looking back, there's one, uh, I think it was on the website from Robin Afinowich, I think, uh, .com, and they said in shamanic ideology, which is somewhat connected to and similar to what I read about the Native American, it just talks about the black widows are protectors of the home and the evolving spirit. Now, how interesting is that? You know, I'm thinking now I feel unsafe in my home, but the evolving spirit, there's been a lot about like how we want our home to be and how we're re-evolving our lives and that they depict the nature and the deliberate and specialized attention to the finest of details of life. They are great masters of constructing a secure, purposeful and expansive web of life, which is of course, who doesn't want that, right? That sounds pretty amazing. And I, I'm very thankful to what this lovely creature who scared me my whole life is actually bringing. And there's another comment about uh, on another page called liquid and solids, where it talks about how the black widow is meant to communicate an intense sense of creativity or independence Well, that sounds appealing and very aligned with where we are here on the podcast. So I'm just talking today, not just, but I'm talking today with you about a sliver of a moment and that the whole point was that you make decisions all the time. And sometimes the shoulds are you should go to the hospital, you should, or you should only do natural, or you should never take any drug because it's going to poison you, or you never, whatever. There's a lot of ideas we have. When it comes down to it, there are moments where you just have to make things work together. And I think that's like partners and, you know, families and how we find our different ways of doing things, but we work together. And in the end, 
things work out in a beautiful way. I'm very thankful that in, you know, less than a week later, I feel fairly good and getting there. And I'm excited to, you know, see what comes next and all the lessons and the beauty. I wish you a beautiful and perfect, uh, imperfect day. I'm going to put some things down. See, my mouth is a little bit warbled now because of my brain, but it's going to get better. Uh, I'm going to put some things down in the description. I'm not sure what yet, but there will be something. And uh, I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for tuning into our Imperfect Parenting Podcast. We hope you found some valuable insights and tips to help you navigate the challenges of parenting, your path, and accessing joy and health. Remember, it's okay to make mistakes and take time for self-care. If you'd like to connect with us, jump onto Instagram at IP underscore parenting or Ariel Green Anderson on both TikTok and Instagram for fertility. If you're interested in learning more about anything you heard on this episode, be sure to check out our podcast description where you'll find resources for parenting, creating success in work and life, and even fertility, including a couple of free meditations, which I just had a lot of fun creating from the heart. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd be grateful if you'd share it with just even one person that you think might benefit from it. And if you want to throw out a thank you and support this journey and this podcast, please consider clicking the link in the description that says thank you. And, uh, you know, we're going to put a little shout out to you every month around the 9th on our social media, just with a collage and uh, a little hey to you. Remember, it's okay to embrace imperfection and prioritize self-care. We hope you have a beautifully imperfect day out there. Thank you so much for listening.